Oh, baby, Brandon Adam. We are back, of course, with the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show. We're talking about our favorite flex plays for the week. We are answering all of your start and sit questions. NFL Week 6 is here, Brandon. What's going on, brother? Man, the bye weeks are here. Injuries are here. It's uh, Armageddon out there for some some teams already. Oh and four, oh, oh and five teams, one and four teams. They're freaking out. They don't know what to do. Um, so we're gonna try to help them out and work it out and get them into the playoffs and get them going on the right track. Right. This is what we do, baby. This is what we do, and it's it's officially filthy season, friend. And like we are, I don't know. Like I feel like when we're like we're, we're in the heat of the season, it's always like, oh my god, this has got to be the worst year in, in history for injuries. It's probably mm. an average season, but it About feels average. like it's a really freaking bad year. For injuries um you talked about the bye weeks this week two teams that really really badly needed the bye weeks uh Steelers of course they had a bit of the upset win against Baltimore last week they're on bye and then the Packers who man that offense let me tell you it, mm-hmm. it's not looking sharp they've got the odd quarter here and there where, where they're looking good but they're looking bad so it's the Packers and the Steelers only two teams on bye I'm glad you brought it up though Brandon because you need to look forward this season, they have two weeks where there's six teams on by week seven, which is next week, and then week 13. So plan accordingly. Yep. But yep. next week, week seven, they've got the Panthers, the Bengals, the Cowboys, the Texans, the Jets, and the Titans are all on by. So if you have the bench space to do it, you know, you know, in your sleeper app or your Yahoo app or whatever, you can just click that little like click the little button for next week. Get a quick pulse on some of your teams. Yes. Okay. Make what players are going to be a bye week that week? Yeah. And so right now, waiver wires are pretty much open. If there's some players sitting there on the waiver wire that are reasonable starters, like you're not going to like just destroy yourself when you have to start mm-hmm. this player. Maybe go and pick some of these guys up because now is the time to start planning for these bye weeks. Fortunately, the week after that, week eight, there are zero bye week teams. But we got Michael Yeager in the house. What's going on, brother? Yeah, yeah exactly, Mike. It's like we don't really care. If the Packers and the Steelers are on by right now. Um, although Deontay Johnson, it sounds coming like, back. Sounds like he's coming back. Yeah. And that's sounds be like we're good to go. Offense. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, what was it like the first first quarter of the first game was where Deontay got hurt? It was pretty early in the first game. It was very early. It? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just that alone. It really does hurt a team when, in my opinion, the number one wide receiver on the team, the target hog goes down. Like it's going to discombobulate that entire offense. Oh, yeah. Can we oh, yeah. say like, the Najee, like, I don't want to go off. Listen, the last thing I want no. to be talking about is for Steelers right now, but it's a Najee Harris heat, uh, hate that was in the offseason. Like, is that kind of like okay, a little bit overblown at this point, Brian? He's no, like, okay, very warranted. <laughs> no, I am not. I'm not, you're not gonna get sympathy for me for Najee Harris. No, um, Warren is very good. Najee, yeah. I just he looks just like. Trent Richardson a little bit back in the day oh, no. and <laughs> that's who he kind of looks like to me and um that was you know ever he might you know he might still be struggling with his foot because he had what Liz Frank last year did he I don't know I'm pretty sure he got surgery on it um but yeah, yeah, he was no. battling foot surgery on or foot foot in issues all year last year he didn't look good mm-hmm. I gave him the benefit of the doubt but yeah, I'm not in, but we can, we, we don't need to talk about the Steelers. No. Yeah. Let's not talk about the Steelers. We're, we're here to talk about week six, of course. Uh, Brent, Brendan, where do we hail from? We of course hail from DFSArmy.com, DFSArmy.com. Listen, if you haven't subscribed 
to this fantasy football station, please do so. Please subscribe to the station. Please. We are, Here. of course, the 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 season long dynasty perspective DFS Army. Of course, our our our, our parent station. They have a separate YouTube page. If you are a well degenerate, let's call it what it is, just like Brandon <laughs> and I are, and you enjoy the DFS, the sweet, beautiful DFS sport game that is go check out of course our parent page We've got tons of tools over at dfsarmy.com my personal favorite as i'm building my lineups is the matchup tool but of course our flagship tool is the domination station to help mm -hmm. you build your lineups brandon every single week i say it listen broken record but because it works every single week we have members winning real money yep like cash that. Yeah, some real cash, you know, a uh, couple couple grand here and there. Of course, we've had some few members in the recent months win life-changing money. We've had the Millie Makers. Um, so DFSArmy.com, go check it out. Uh, Brandon, before we start talking about our flex plays, and I'm going to throw it to you, I just want to highlight a few of the games and a few of the injuries that we need sure. to be aware of that are kind yeah. of driving some of these flex plays, okay? Mm -hmm. So just overall, some of the games that, if you're not sure, some of the games to target that we like in terms of total over-under that Vegas likes. You got Dallas versus the Chargers. Of course, that's the, the Monday night game. That's a 51-point over-under. Yeah. The Cardinals, which, dare I say, look kind of decent right now. Going yes. The Rams, that's a 48.5 total. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Puka Nakua later. I mean, he's a de facto mm -hmm. start, so it's not really a flex conversation, but um, spoiler he's a alert. smash this week. Yeah, oh spoiler alert, it's a smash this week. Um, and then Carolina at Miami. Now, listen, Miami is expected to crush Carolina. But, you know, if you've got like a little Adam Thielen out there, he's an automatic start. We're going to talk about Adam Thielen a little bit later. That's a 47.5 over under. Okay. Injuries. I Listen, it's Saturday. If y'all are listening to Fantasy Football Talk, you probably heard a lot of these injuries. But some of the ones that I think we just need to be aware of, and this was a conversation that Brandon and I were having before the show started. So T. Higgins with the ribs is a game time decision. Brandon. Yeah. If T. Higgins is healthy, what are you doing? Brother, I, I, my my rule of thumb is if they – these guys are professional athletes. If they are going and they are a stud in my team, I'm playing them. It's just how it is. I did it, la I did it when Cup came back. Everybody was worried about Cup having a small workload or whatever. But when they get mm – -hmm. when these professional players say, I'm good – they usually get whatever their role is if they last the whole game. So I want T Higgins in my lineup against a possible shootout um, in, against Seattle this week. I really like that. Um, with Jamar Chase going off last week, a lot of attention is going to be on Chase this week. So I think T has a possibility to put up some T-bombs and get in that end zone for you and be a solid uh, wide receiver Two for you. I just I think he's gonna put on a flak vest, put 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 uh take the shot and just play. I think he's gonna play. It's it's really like a rib injury is really a, a pain tolerance type yes. injury, right? Like it's not a yeah. performance injury. Like when I think about like a hamstring or an ankle, something like that, it, it could be a performance injury. Whereas Absolutely. with a rib, it's really just how much of a dog are you? Like it's funny. Yeah. Like I I'll, I'll wake up in the morning and you know my my ankle sore or something like that, and I'll just be a total bitch. Like and then there's a freaking soldier like Brandon over here who deals mm -hmm. with some like some serious like real shit like back twitching and that sort of thing. And I'm like, my God, man! Like Brandon's a soldier. Brian is a T Higgins and I am a fantasy football analyst who likes to chill on my couch. So yeah, T Higgins, he's a dog. I agree with you. I like, I like the idea of starting him. 
Um, mm. The other one here who has been, I think he's been pretty startable all, all season so far as a wide receiver three or a flex is Marquise Brown. Oh, yeah, they, they've been. So he was questionable this week with, the, with an illness. You have to assume if he's, like, if he, if he's active, you're going to start him, right? Like, Dude, there's no question. Awesome. He's a, he's a wider, he's, he's borderline wide receiver one right now. Um, in uh, is a wide receiver one. He's like, he's like wide receiver well. 13 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, like right? you yeah. don't sit those guys. He's got a role. Like he's getting crazy amount of volume. James Connors down. Um, I just feel like they're going to lean on some of the, some of the names they know. Zach Ertz is a nice play too. If you need some yeah. tight end help, um, Zach Ertz is a very good play this week, but, uh, yeah, so that I'm, I'm with you. If it, it, these are professional athletes, man. Like they are paid to play through pain. That is why they make the money they make. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And hey, so that's just it. Question for you. Um, so one of our leagues, one of my dynasty leagues, I got Daniel Jones as my QB two, and obviously he's out this week. So I made a trade this week. Ooh. I sent a third to get Joshua Dobbs. QB oh yeah, I love that. Not bad, right? Like pretty good. Dude, I'm like great. a competing team. Yeah, absolutely. I I have a super I have a super flex team that I have. I have Pat Mahomes and Kyler. Right. Kyler went yeah. down last year. I didn't address quarterback at all. I just kept buying who I kept. Uh, I bought Dobbs off Fab, <laughs> and that's oh, been God, the best yeah. value I've yeah. ever had in in a in that in that league since so far this year. Um, but yeah, I'm all about Dobbs. Dobbs is playing quite well. The dude is balling. He's enjoying himself. Marquise Brown is a nice play. Ertz is a nice play, and then you have another play. He's such an interesting player because wasn't it? Which league? What? Which team was it? Where he came in last year, off like off basically a week, and he got started. I, I I'm trying to remember. He and, who Dobbs? Yeah, Josh Jobs last Dobbs, season. Titans and Steelers were two of his. Yeah. Teams. Okay. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. So, um, he's a dog man, and, yeah, and I, I like Joshua Dobbs. You know, I, listen, I'm not I'm not saying he's going to be like the stud all season, but as a flex play. Or you know, like a flex consideration is is your QB uh, super flex. Like if you're, if you're in trouble, yeah, like you got to do it. Yeah. All right, Brandon. We're gonna get into our flex place here, but before we do, we got our guy Bali in the chat. Uh, of course, we appreciate you, Bali. He's got a start sick question here. Okay, so it's a full PPR. He's got Brees Hall and Mostert starting. Of course, love it. Thinking about playing about Gabriel Davis over Henry. We're not answering this. In the flex. Let's let's let's. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's answer it later. You got which Henry? Are we talking about? Is it Hunter Henry or is it no, Derek Henry? Derek Henry. I guarantee it's Derek Henry. I guarantee it's Derek Henry. Okay, yeah, I guess of course, of course, yeah. Of course. I guarantee um, it's Derek Henry, and he's flipping out. And I totally understand. Derek Henry has that. The Titans have completely imploded. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just let's just say what it is. Uh, Burks is a bust i will oh, say he's that out again. right now um i'm a, i've been a burks guy he's the injury stuff is bad um i can't deal with that stuff but derrick henry man that 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 that's a guy that could possibly get moved at the trade deadline to a possible contender to maybe let's say the ravens or something like that that would be interesting i'm looking here so i i listen um, a site that we we kind of just discovered it's you know fantasylife.com they have a utilization report free mm-hmm. tool it's fantastic. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Super user friendly. Um, so just I'm, I'm on that site right now. We look at the uh, team snap shares through the first five weeks. Bad. And Tajay Spears is at a 50% snap share. Yes, and Derek Henry is at 56%. Like, yes. here's the thing, right? If, if I'm if I'm Vrabel, my thought is, okay, we th- we think we're playoff contenders, right? We have a legit back in Tajay Spears. Well, this is Vrabel. This is Vrabel talking. Vrabel right? talking. This is Vrabel talking. 
and we're a, a legit contender. If we're going to compete, we need a healthy Derrick Henry because even the the big the, the king the dog he's gotten injured the last few years, right? And when they needed him the most, he hasn't necessarily been there or been fully healthy. So they're using Tajay Spears, which I, I like Tajay Spears a lot, but that really creates a lot of risk for us. Yeah. And oh, yeah. listen, um, Derek Henry, I listen, okay. So I know we, like, spoiler alert, Bali, one of my flex plays this week is Gabriel Davis. But let's just go I to it, baby. Let's am, just go to it. I'm, okay, let's, let's, let's freaking go to it, baby. We're going to talk about it in a sec here, Bali. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's you know what? Let's just Drop let's it. just go. Let's He's go. my best friend. He's my pal. He's my homeboy. My rotten soldier. He's my sweet cheese. My good time boy. Okay, I feel like I've been doing a lot of talking this show so far, Brandon. So I usually would like to throw it to you, but no, you know, good. our guy Bali is in the house. He's asking us these questions, so I'm going to talk about my first yeah. flex play on the week, and that is actually Gabriel Davis going up against the New York Giants. We have a 44-point over-under, but the hell, the Bills are like they're heavily favored, Brandon. They've got a 29.5 implied team total. Um, the Giants in general are, call it a middling, like they're an average secondary, 15th, 16th in the league. Uh, but he's going up against Cordero Flott, which is the 57th go. ranked quarterback in the league. Like he's going to crush him. Mm. See, the other alternative, right, is that Stephon Diggs just gets absolutely peppered and gets like a 98% target share, you know. A little hyperbole there for you, Brandon. But this week, listen, Gabe Davis on the season, he has an 83% snap share, which I like. We do know, like, Diggs is the dog in this, but it is followed by Davis. Um, what I like is that, you know, Josh Allen, he's okay to push the ball down the field. He don't care about no interceptions. Mm -mm. Gabe has a 16.5 average depth of target. And here's the thing, okay, Brandon, he's got a 16% target share on this season, but he's at 2.84 fantasy points per target, which ranks number five in the league. So obviously it means he's being heavily targeted in a red zone. Yeah. And of course in the end zone, he is, um, his four TDs on the season so far. So he's been heavily touched on dependent through five games. I think, I think it's going to continue this four week, straight man. TDs so yeah. far this week, this yeah. year. I, I genuinely think it's going to continue. Um, so I love Gabriel Davis this week, which probably doesn't make your life any easier, but I still, I'm going to lean Derrick Henry, and I think Brandon disagrees with me. I'm go. I, I like upside. Let's go, Gabe Davis, baby. Okay. I think I think Henry has to be have a specific game script now for the Titans to make him viable. So if that is the if that's the only way your guy could be successful, then I try to tend to move to the upside guy. Um, yeah. So I'm going Gabe Davis. I like Gabe. We we know this. Gabe Davis is. Here's the thing. He gets designed up. He gets schemed up. The coaches yeah. like him. Um, it's just it, like Gabe Davis could literally have no looks in the first half and then end up with 20 fantasy points in the second half. So, like, it's just what happens. But Derrick Henry, I just don't think he has it anymore. Like, it, I don't think it's him per se. I think the the line in, in Tennessee is so bad now. Yeah, that's and true. It's it's so bad. He can't get started. This guy can't get started and be that guy anymore. So I just don't I don't know. I, I think he gets traded. I think I think it's the end of the Titans of this era. And I think Vrabel actually leaves. No, Vrabel's too good. Vrabel mm -hmm. find a job go somewhere tomorrow. else. He can get hired somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. Um, so like looking at this game, it's, it, they're going up against Baltimore. Is in Tennessee. Got a low over under 42 points implied team total for the Tennessee Titans is 18.75 based on that. I dude, I, if I'm if I'm betting this game, I'm betting the under. Like if if yes. these if if there's if the Titans score 17 points, like that'll I feel like that'll be a good freaking um 
week for them. Yeah. And so like, there's just, you're right. I, I don't know. I still listen. I still lean Derrick Henry, but it's so freaking it's, it's razor close. It is. And Derrick Henry could just disappoint. He's probably the safer option. It is. But if you're talking about pure upside, I know that sounds insane, but Gabriel Davis is probably the bigger upside. In that bigger respect. upside. So, I yeah. like the upside okay. play. All right. So my first flex play is Gabriel Davis. I like it. Give me your first flex play, Brandon D. Adam. I'm going to go with my guy that I love uh, coming out of uh, coming out of a USC, USC Trojan. Mm. Um, give me Drake London this week. Drake London um, is trending. It, I, it, he's just lucky in the fact that he's playing against uh, the Washington Commanders. Washington Commanders mm. have been getting annihilated by wide receiver ones of, of teams this year. Um, let me hold on. Let me pull him up real quick. Drake London. Yeah, he he's so he's going to be matched up against Kendall Fuller. Um, Kendall Fuller is a decent player, but he's been putting been putting under a lot of stress. Um, it, the commanders have played a lot of man on wide receiver ones, i.e. DJ Moore. When DJ Moore went off against man, he just mm. eviscerated him. Right. Um, so let's see if it's their scheme or if I think it's their scheme. They've been playing a lot of man, AJ Brown, Stefan Diggs, DJ Moore. They've all just absolutely annihilated this secondary. And mm-hmm. here we go with Drake London. He's going to have seven to nine, 10 targets. Um, the unfortunate part about it is that he's got a bad quarterback. The quarterback is not mm-hmm. good. The quarterback is not good. The only thing that's holding me from being completely pounding my fist saying this is a smash play is the fact that Ritter is not a good player and that he doesn't throw catchable balls. Um, that, that, that's the hard part for me with, with this part with this, but I'm going to go with it. Um, the catchable rate last week was 67%. That was better than the last, the two weeks before that, which was 50, 50% and then 57%. It jumped up to 60% for Drake London last week for, for Ritter. Um, he's got a 24% target share for a team, which is a, a very good target share. That's what we want to see is above 21%, 22% into that 25% range. That That's what we're looking for. And I think with Drake London this week going against the commanders, I don't see the commanders running away with it from this offense. So I see a game script where Drake London's not like where Ritter just isn't going to have to pass like crazy to to to, yeah. to stay in it so i like the play action pass for drake london this week and 33 percent of his targets last week were play action passes so i i see some play action pass touchdown um this week and atlanta squeaks one out against washington okay this is everybody else can just chill for a sec mike dickinson this is directly for you brother <laughs> desmond ritter is not the guy okay let's move on. <laughs> Let's, let's move on. Um, okay, so Mike Yeager, of course. There we go. He's playing chess, baby, when the rest of us yes. are playing checkers. He made a few pickups on teams for Week 7 by Mageddon. Yes. You, you have to look ahead. It's so hard, especially because uh, like at this stage in the season, um, people were dealing with injuries. There's bye weeks, like current bye weeks that we're dealing with. Um, a lot of the time, you know, benches are short, five, six bench spots. And so it's really hard to go and think proactively. But when you can do it, it makes a huge difference because yeah. you're not scrambling next week. You're not going to blow a ton of your fab on this marginal player that you really need for one week. But you know, half the other teams in your leagues are going to be going after that that's that that average, below average type player for a one week by by week uh, stash. So, yeah, no, that's very sharp, uh, Mike Yeager. All right, Bali, we got another one for you. We got Matt Stafford or Justin Herbert. 
Um, I don't know. I think it's got to be Herbert, right? Like the Herbert. Lineup, uh, Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys. Hunt, Monday Hell night yeah. hammer. Give me Herbert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get that hammer, baby. Oh, <laughs> okay. Can we call it Sully from Houston for a sec? Can we call what? it Sully? Yes. So we play, of course, in the coveted. It's, it's, it's how we all met. It's how this whole thing came to fruition. We play. We still play in the roster watch. Rosterwatch.com. Friends of the show. We love Rosterwatch. Go check out their stuff. Um, uh, Banana Hammock Boys League. We've been playing in it for a lot of years now. Brandon, you and Mike have uh, joined over the years. And Sully from Houston, our guy. I love Sully. He's my guy. Um, every week he plays mind games, right? Where he'll clear his entire starting roster. It's a and joke. So then, and it, it, it's, it's mind games. Sully likes the mind games, which I respect. I respect that, Sully. Um, <laughs> but he got caught this week yes, because sir. it did his, his Superflex play didn't get updated. So we played Skymore in the Superflex instead of Justin Herbert. So... It's a goddamn shame, Sully. It's a goddamn shame. But he's gonna end up winning again. He's gonna end up winning it. Like it doesn't. It's not gonna matter. He's. It's not gonna matter. He's gonna end up winning, and I'm gonna laugh because he's gonna be all over our chat, and it's just what it is. But yeah, he beat me, dude. Last week he beat me by like point eight or something or one point or something like that, and we were the two highest scores of the week. Talking shit. It was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah. I think, listen, we all play in leagues with our buddies. I think, you know, Brandon, you play in some leagues that are more just like online high stakes. You don't really know everybody in the leagues, but most of the leagues I play in are just with my buddies. And mm. when your buddy, like, and we all know this, when he, when they're when they're always talking shit and Sully's always talking shit in the chat and they get burned on it when they're playing with fire, sometimes yeah, they yeah. get burned. You got it's burned, best. Sully. You got burned. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, do it. So I got to talk about a running back here, Brandon. And this guy... We're not entirely sure on, but I think if if you got to smoke it, if you got it, if you got Emery DiMarcado off the waiver wire this week, because of course James Conner is on IR. James Conner was actually getting some pretty solid usage, which I respected, right? But Emery DiMarcado or Keontae Ingram, that that's going to be the question this week. But give me give me Emery, man. Like for one, Keontae Ingram has done absolute squat in his career, but Emery DiMarcado, he was an undrafted free agent. Arizona, of course, going up against the Rams. They're a 21 implied team total. He was a uh, UDFA out of TCU, signed this year. Who is he? He's 5'10". He's 215 pounds. He's thick. He's got a 30.8 BMI, which I like, but he's also quick. He ran a 4.49 40-yard dash, which based off of his size is an 83rd percentile speed score. Um, listen, he was relatively lightly used because they were leaning heavily on James Conner the last few weeks. But what I do like is that he received seven targets. Uh, total in the last few weeks, uh, three and four respectively. And he looks like he looks explosive, Brandon. So Mm -hmm. we're probably at the point now where just with injuries, with bye weeks, with half the teams going on, on by, uh, or on IR, excuse me, this guy is going to be a legit conversation that you're going to be having with your, with your starting roster. I'm comfortable starting him in a flex position, man. Like he's going to put up some points. Um, the Rams, like they're okay, but their defense isn't what it used to be. So he's going to have the usage. He's listen. Okay. And we were talking about this again before the show. If you think that Emery DeMicardo is going to come in as a UDFA and command hundred percent market share in that backfield, it's not going to happen, right? It's going to be a split backfield. It could even be split 50, 50, but we're talking about the high caloric touches. It's going to be Emery, Emery DeMicardo in the red zone. And I like him um, just hurry up offense. So he's going to get the passing targets. He's pretty good at catching the ball. He's a solid flex play this week. If he gets you 12 points, you're going to be happy. But if he gets in the box, he can get you 17, 18 points, and you're going to be laughing. Yep. <clears throat> Anything that or you're 
Are no, we, I, think, I think you're right on the money there. Um, not too much to add. And yeah, I'm just trying to work out my next guy here. Okay. Yeah, I know. Here's the thing. So like, you know, peeling back the curtain a little bit, we always have like 10 flex guys we want to talk about. Yeah. It's just a matter of highlighting these players that we think we need to really focus on. And so Brandon, now that I've bought you some time, who's your flex play? I am going to disagree with my guy, Mike Dickinson this week. Ooh. Um, Opportunity is the number one thing you want in fantasy football, correct? Isn't that what you want? Yeah, absolutely. Opportunity. You want, opportunity. You yeah, want opportunity your player to have opportunity. A man that is going to have major opportunity this week, tough matchup, granted tough matchup, but he's going to have a massive, massive, massive work workload, workload this week just due to injury. Dante Foreman, oh, uh, yeah. the running back for the Chicago Bears. Um, he is going to be in a game that I think is going to end up having more points than we think, because I think w- nobody knows how the Vikings are going to adjust with no JJ, right? Yeah. But no Justin Jefferson in that offense. I think the v- Vikings won't be running away from this game script from the bears. I think the bears actually have a good chance to control this game, control this game with the, legs of Justin Fields and the legs of Dante Foreman in the backfield due to the injuries of Khalil Herbert and our guy Roshan. Uh, oh my God. I, 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 we called this last, what we, we said by week six, Roshan would be yeah. the starter. This would have been the week, but the guy got a concussion last week. Yeah. So unfortunately our prophecy didn't get fulfilled, but Dante Foreman, every time we've seen this guy come in in relief, he's done well. He really has. Whenever he's been the workhorse back for teams, he's been able to provide a good uh, replacement value. Yeah, Yeah. he's been good replacement value. There is going to be nobody in that offense or in that backfield besides him um, this week. If there is any kind of PI in the red zone and he just falls into the end zone, I can see him getting 15 fantasy football points, 16, 17 fantasy football points this week with ease. He's going to get five, six targets with ease. It's just what's going to happen with volume. I know that – I know, I know, Mike, you're probably hit, hitting your damn – You know, well, Who else is going to be? It's, it's just, I, I know the Vikings are tough. I get it. The Vikings haven't given up much to any to the RB position this year. But guess what? I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to quit this game. I don't see that. I, I think Ooh. there's going to be major turmoil in Viking land after this game because the Bears are going to put it on them. Um, give me the Bears against the Vikings and give me Dante Foreman to get in the end zone and get in the box with six targets this week. I don't hate it. I don't volume. hate it. Listen, you could do a hell of a lot worse. This is a pure volume play, which, yep. listen, in fantasy football, is we need to go after. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out our DFSArmy.com, our matchup tool. It is the 10th hardest matchup. So of course it's a tough matchup, but sure. it's not like the first or second, right? A lot yeah. of the time when, we, when we're looking at these matchups, just for the people, Brandon, I know you know this, but mm-hmm. you're looking at the extremes, right? The top yeah. three or four, t- uh, uh, the best or the, the bottom three or four, like that's where it's really beneficial to be playing these matchups. Yep. Everybody else, it's it's just, you play your best players, right? Yep. I, I honestly though, like when we're talking about flex plays, yeah. We're talking about getting you 15 points. That's what we want in that margin. Yeah. That's what we want yeah. in that box. And if you're going to get a running back that's going to be on the field for 80% of the snaps, all the red zones, all the red zone looks, 
all the third downs and you're going to get passing work and he's a 220 pound workhorse back and he's shown it before. Why not? I know I, it, the, the Vikings are not going to stop every running back every single week. It's just not going to happen throughout no. the year. Somebody's going to get through. And why not? The Bears, it's a rivalry. I love it. I think that is a big-time workhorse back that, you know, I think he's going to be able to add some value and give yourself a flex play. I like it. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't hate it. No, it's so, a tough one. I get it. I get it's, it. It's a tough yeah, one. It, it's a t- listen, we're, we're trying to give the people – some options here. Yeah. Um, what's interesting and what I've noticed here too, and I'm sure you have too, like ever since the whole Tua situation with his concussions, especially this year, we're finding yes. being a lot more careful. Like it used to be if a player was concussed in a week, a couple days later on like the Wednesday, they'd be cleared from the concussion. But pretty much if you look at it, most of the players who have been concussed on game day, they are not going to play the following week. They're we saw not with Anthony They're Richardson. Not yeah. Yeah. We saw with Anthony Richardson. We're seeing with uh with Roshan Johnson this week. I'm like there's other examples. I just can't. Oh man, I wish Roshan would have dude. Roshan would have been great. Dude, yeah, I know. I know. I went out and spent a bunch of fab on Roshan this week because of course I, I literally dropped him. I had him on one of my benches. I dropped him last week because he had a poor performance and I I needed to freaking I needed to, I needed to play the body, which listen, tough decisions. But you know, yeah, I, I think he's a starter next week. I yeah. think he's a starter oh, yeah. next week moving forward. Yeah. I think so too. I, I once once that genie's out of the bottle, they're not going to be able to put him back it's in, over. right? And he's yep. going to take over for for Khalil Herbert, which Herbert's going to miss at least a few weeks, right? Like I don't think he's yeah, on he's IR, uh, he's I'm pretty sure he's on IR, so that's what? four weeks minimum. <clears throat> oh, he was put on IR. Okay, good. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. It's going to be fantastic. Oh God, blasting game TD Vulture. Oh, here we go. Mike Dickinson's in the house. He's not recording. What are you doing, Mike? How come you're not here? How come you're not I know the guy. The guy doesn't want to ever talk about put his stuff out there, but he'll he'll sure put comments out there. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's talk about my next flex play here. Um, now, this one's a little bit deeper. Okay. So this is more so if you're starting two flexes, you know, three wide receivers, two flexes, and injuries are a bitch. Mm-hmm. But we talk about that Monday and Hammer all the time, Brandon. And yes. I like Michael Gallup this week going yeah. up against the Chargers on Monday night. Okay. Yeah. So, first of all, this is the highest over-under on the slate right now with 51 points over-under. The biggest act, I think the biggest, well, listen, the biggest issue with the Dallas Cowboys is the Dallas Cowboys, right? I feel like their play calling has not been creative. They have not really performed to the level that they normally have been, which worries me a little bit. Dak Prescott, True. I feel like Dak Prescott's the most overhated dude. Like, he's he's not great, he's but he's okay. not as yeah. bad as the amount as of hate that he gets, but he, he plays for the Cowboys. But, listen, so Dak Prescott, is 6.6 yards per attempt with ranks 25th in the league right now. So he's not really pushing the ball down the field, which we don't like. But Dak has a 46% deep ball completion percentage, which ranks number seven. So this is all based off of playerprofiler.com, which again was typically where I get a lot of my data. Um, So he's good at throwing the ball down the field. Then you look at Michael Gallup, and the Chargers cornerback Michael Davis has been an absolute sieve so far this season. For those of you at home, it means he can't, our pass protect were shite okay he's allowing (laughs) 19.4 fantasy points per game to the receivers that he's covering this is a pure matchup play again going back to the Deontay Foreman that was a pure volume play this Mm -hmm. is a pure matchup play the Chargers Mm -hmm. have not not been good in the secondary there's been a lot of points scored against them the Dallas Cowboys they they kind of need a get right game and this could be a get right game I'm not saying the Cowboys are necessarily going to win but from a fantasy football perspective, I'm comfortable playing all my Dallas Cowboys this week. Maybe not Brandon Cooks. 
but I'm playing mm. like I'm, I'm leaning Michael Gallup over Brandon Cooks in this in this situation. Um, Gallup, he looks healthy. He's looking decent. So one of those, you know, wide receiver flex play twos. I'm I'm cool with that. What do you think? I like it. I I I, I get it. I'm I've been a fan of Gallup for a while now. Um, it's unfortunate with the ACL that he had to work through, yeah. but I think he actually has some legitimate talent. Um, so I. I kind of, I really like that. I, I think the Cowboys need to start just being McCarthy. I, another Mike Dickinson prophecy that came true. McCarthy just blows. Um, McCarthy is just not creative coach. He's a, he's a ham and egg coach. Like there's nothing special about him, especially in the new age of the NFL. Now, when you got like Mike McDaniel, you know, Kyle Shanahan, yeah. when you got all these teams doing the, all these movements and all like getting speed up before the snap and all that stuff. Like, creative. like, and then you, and then you look at Mike McCarthy and they got CD lamb, which is probably one of the most ta- talented wide receivers mm-hmm. in the league. He should be a top three wide receiver year in year out with that, with that kind of talent. Um, but McCarthy's just not doing it this year. Um, hopefully with the help, with the line health, everything, the protection doesn't break down like it's been breaking down early in the season. Hopefully we get a little bit more efficient run game and we can maybe get some play action off of that. And that feeds into your Michael Gallup play. And I get that. Um, that's a pure matchup play. It's, it's, it's a, it's one that's deep and stinky, but it's what it is. Like the the matchup is there. So again, you look at the peripherals here, right? Yeah. And you look at the routes run. CD Lamb, 88% routes run when he's on the field. Michael Gallup, 78% routes run, which is second on the team. Problem is targets per route run. Michael Gallup's only at 15%. Just overall target share, 14%. So it hasn't looked great. Um, the Dallas Cowboys have actually done a good job of spreading the ball. Uh, Kevontae Turpin last week, I think, scored the touchdown, which I like. Even Jalen Tolbert's got a 35% um, route run, right? So they're, they're they're using all their wide receivers, which from a you know from a, an NFL perspective, a football perspective, you like to kind of see that. Obviously, they haven't mm-hmm. been productive. But listen, because they haven't been productive, you have CeeDee Lamb. Use CeeDee Lamb. You have players like Brandon Cooks. Use Brandon Cooks. Use his speed. Stretch the field. Play play Michael Gallup as a big slot and play CeeDee Lamb out wide. Like, you can get creative with these formations. And it's it's depressing. It's sad. Mike McCarthy, you need to do better. And you can start this week on Monday night. Let's get Michael Gallup the ball and let's get some fantasy points. All right, Brandon, we've talked about our three top spots. Actually, no, you got one more. Give me, give me your I third. I got one more. Give me your third. Give me your third. We're going to go back to the same game that you like with Gabe Davis. I like James mm. Cook this week a lot. Mm. I think James Cook is due for a big game. The guy is explosive, man. Like when you watch him play, you can see that he really wants more touches. To he wants more work. Um, so maybe in this kind of a game where they like last week, where where Miami played against uh, the Giants last week, they kind of just dictated who they wanted to get going. Last week, like Waddle was a quiet week, quiet year all year. They got him going a little bit. Um, yeah. I think this is where they can get James Cook going. And with with what they saw from De- Devon Achan, uh, uh, Archon, or what I don't know, Achan, Um With what he did and Raheem Mostert did last week against the Giants, I just think the Bills are going to be able to dictate this and get James Cook into the end zone. Let's just get him in the end zone this week. The the work the workload is good. He's still he's getting seventeen percent 
um, targets per route run. So he's getting some work. Let's let's just get him in. The, let's get him started and let's have his big breakout game against the Giants. Um, just like you know the RBs from last week from Miami. I think the Bills RBs get going a little bit. The Buffalo Bills, man. So for one, they throw the ball a lot, right? And they then much. to make things even more complicated, they're having this this tri-headed backfield monster, James Cook, Latavius Murray, Damian Harris, right? You yep. look at your snap percentages. Okay, James Cook is leading it with 59.6% or 56.9%, excuse yep. me. Then you got Lat Murray 25 and Damian Harris 17%. So that worries me a little bit, of course. Sure naturally right sure. but if you look at just like overall for the season james cook has produced for you right yep. three out of the five weeks he's, he's, he's scored you double digit fantasy points um week four luckily the touchdown kind of saved his week to give mm -hmm. you 14.2 in a ppr but on the season so far brandon he's rb 16 so he's a yep. de facto rb2 and man like the reason that this whole narrative of the you know the zero rb um playbook has worked is because the running back position is just it's it's turmoil it's, right it's now. Man. It's it's actually kind of sad in a way that the the RB position is getting the implications of the RP position, RB position from the real NFL with them not valuing them as much is starting to leak into oh, fantasy. And absolutely. I I all like I I've been implementing the hero RB, and that's mm -hmm. pretty much all I do now. Um, so RBs, this James Cook, he he's just due for a big eruption, man. I just feel it in my bones that he is due for a big game. And I just think, like I said, the Bills are going to dictate what happens in this game. And I could see them going, you know what, kid, you've been close a lot this year. Let's get you in there. And so I think that's what's going to happen. I think James Cook breakout this week. Yeah, and, and so Brian Dable, like, so obviously he was the OC for the Bills a couple of years ago. He's, this is now his second year as a Giants head coach. So there's like there's a bit of narrative there that the Giants are going to want to come in and, and produce, but they haven't looked good. And, of course, they don't know Daniel Jones. We don't know if Saquon Barkley is going to play. It's just an absolute mess. So yeah. I do like the, I do like that prospect for James Cook, but, you know, you were talking about the RP position as a whole and how it's really hard to predict. I will say one of the positives that I've seen this year, I think we've seen all this year, is that coaches are a lot more inclined because they have this rotationary system in their backfield. Yep. It's not just like it used to be traditionally, you've got one running back to handles 65 to 75% to of the carries. This dude is six or six foot one, you know, between five, nine and six foot one, 215 to 225 pounds. Right. They can handle the workload, but because there's been more rotations, it's not even just necessarily like a satellite back. Like you've got these traditional satellite backs that are quick, twitchy third down backs. Can yeah. get a lot of yards with a lot of, with not a lot of touches. These guys are playing on first and second down now, right? Yeah. We saw it with Devon A. Chan. That was one of the reasons we weren't like all in on that guy is because what's the usage going to be? Yeah. Um, James Cook, I uh, got roasted last year because he's 190 pounds. He's yeah. not a, he's not an RB one in this. But coaches are more inclined to use these players, which which we like to see, right? Like, um, so Matt Kelly, of course, over a player profile, he's been screaming this from the rooftops for years that coaches need to do this. And it was just stubbornness. And we're finally starting to see that evolution because mm -hmm. the way that the NFL is nowadays, it's your smaller twitchy wide receivers. I mean, you see it with Miami right? yeah. offset by smaller twitchy running backs. And it really opens up your playbook versus the traditional, you pound it into the freaking O line or D line, you pound it into the D line to set a play action. And then you try to hit a, a wide receiver deep. Like, it's not creative. 
and it's not what's winning football games this year. Exactly. Which which it makes it harder for us, you know, as fantasy football players, to actually pick and choose our start sit decisions with these running backs. But if you nail it, man, they can really yeah. pay off. You, you you really have a difference maker these days when you know you got, you know, a strong RB in the flex. If you have that these days and you got your solid wide receiver core and you got your hero RB, that is something that is a difference maker in fantasy football these days. So I, I yeah, that's how I've been doing it. No, I like it. I like it. Hey, so this is unrelated to a flex play, but where, where are you out on Rashad White right now? I mean, we love the usage, but he's been so damn inefficient, not just this Bad. year, for his entire career. Bad. He's been inefficient. You don't, you're not in? Yeah, I, th- I think, I, honestly, so if you're a dino guy, as soon as he gets a big game, move him. Yeah. I think, I, I think, I, I just don't, like, I loved how his profile coming out of college from Arizona State, Juco guy, worked hard, got through Arizona State, had 40 catches in college and whatever in one year. That's crazy. Unreal. Unreal, right? We yeah. love him coming out. But you know what, it. dude? The guy doesn't see the – he has no vision. That's <laughs> like, the problem. Like, he's a lot like Isaiah Pacheco in his vision, but Pacheco has that dog where he will just move the pile to get those two yards so he's not inefficient. But Rashad White – he doesn't have. I, I just don't see that mentality, man. I don't see it. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, move, I'm, I'm moving him as soon as he's a big game erupt. As soon as he has an eruption, and Detroit ain't it, dude. Detroit's D line is mm. off the chain right now, like off the chain. Okay. Like they are flying. So Rashad White is gonna have a shit game this week. I actually kind of like. Uh, I kind of like Godwin this week. Um, mm. out of that Tampa Bay offense this week, but. You know, um, that's where Mike I Evans got healthy. Yeah. yeah, Mike Evans is healthy. He's gonna Mike play. Evans is a if you don't start Mike Evans at because this of stage. a hand because of this bullshit yeah. with his injury, you're crazy. Start him. Start him. Start Mike Evans. No matter okay. what. So uh, we got a question from Richard Hernandez. What's going on, Richard? Thanks for joining the Here show. We go full Ooh. PPR. He needs a flex. This one's going to be tough, but I know what I'm doing. I wonder. Yeah. I'm curious what Brandon D. Adam is doing. So Thielen. Or James Cook as in a full PPR. Adam Thielen or James Cook in full PPR. Who are you leaning? Thielen. It's got to be Thielen, man. Thielen. Okay, so he, his so, workload's crazy. Yeah. No, he's he's absolutely getting like talk he's about because he's one of your right guys. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So let, let's talk about some of our fringe guys, right? Like so Adam yeah. Thielen, in my humble opinion, especially if you're playing in a three wide receiver league, start three wide receivers. Um, he's a de facto you starting him every single week, right? Yeah. Every um, week. Obviously, you know if you're in a situation with like Richard where you maybe starting two wide receivers or you, you've got three solid wide receivers because Thielen was basically free in league. So if you have him, it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, he's, he's going up against Miami. And guess guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Spoiler alert. <laughs> Miami can put up some freaking points, okay? Yeah. So I like the fact that Adam Thielen is going to continue to have just an absolute massive target share, which we like to see. Um, and again, the guy who's going to be defending was Cater Coho. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. He again, he's allowing 15.3 fantasy points per game. So not only, <laughs> yeah. So not only is Adam Thielen getting the the the, the target share, he's leading the team with 26% target share, 22% targets per route run, and guess what? He's mm. running a route on 92% of his targets. And guess what? Bryce has been pretty good. 83% catchable target rate, which we love. Okay, that's really um, good. Because this is a PPR, especially um, his average depth of target is only 7.74 yards, which is not great. It's a little low, but He's going to get peppered with targets, Pepper. baby. Targets, and when he gets into the end zone, he... Listen, yeah. 
You go with guys with known volume. If you got a decision between two players, you go with guys that you know the role is there. Consistency is a huge deal in fantasy football, and it's one of the most cherished traits of any player. It's consistency, right? Um, Adam Thielen, his workload is consistent. That that's their de facto wide receiver one right now. Um, Bryce Young, they're going to be playing catch up the whole time. So I could see I could see yeah. Adam Thielen getting ten targets easy in that game script, can't you? Nine, oh, oh. eight, nine, ten targets, <laughs> thirteen. More. They're like it's going to yeah. be a lot. Like, He's a smash this week. Play him no matter what. James Cook is a great play, but not as good as Adam Thielen right now. Yeah, I agree. And so, you know, thinking like just like visualizing how that Bills game could go. If they do indeed get up early, they're not going to use James Cook to, to, to run out their clock. They're going to use the grinders and Latavius. They're going to grind away. Harris, right. So if they get a big league early, which they should, you know, football's crazy. Maybe it won't happen. The Buffalo Bills. They can be the best team in the league one week, and they can be the absolute worst team. I know the they're kind week, of so. weird. They're Jekyll and Hyde a little bit. Oh yeah, listen, my, my buddy Adam's a, a massive Bills fan, and he's just like he's seen it all. So so good on you, stubborn bastard, for being a Bills fan. But yeah, I digress. You know who has a really, you know who has a really good uh, is is Dawson Knox out? Mm, sure. Kincaid had a nice matchup. Is Kincaid healthy? Uh, see here, so. Dawson Knox with the wrist and Dalton Kincaid with the concussion are both questionable oh. for the Bills. So oh, I yeah. don't know if Kincaid was cleared or not. That worries me a little bit. Obviously, if Kincaid plays, Dawson Knox is a less attractive option. Dawson Knox is a tight end 15, 16. I know. It's in my humble like, opinion. It, it, it's, it's unfortunately what we wanted for Dalton Kincaid didn't come to fruition because you know what? Gabe Davis is scoring touchdowns. So it's just what happened. We thought that Kincaid could end up being the second look in this offense to be honest and i don't think that's going to come out pan out um this year maybe next year but um gabe davis is a baller man so i just i i think he was really injured last year he played through a lot of a bad ankle um all year last year and it didn't and you know everybody jumped off the wagon with them but you know what you're never wrong in fantasy football you just gotta wait <laughs> just <laughs> exactly. wait a year <laughs> I was I'm a big Gabe Davis guy, so I I'm not wrong on him. Gabe Davis is a dog. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, we got an interesting trade question here from Hunter Ooh. Johnson. I'm gonna assume this is a redraft league. Um, so he got sent Tony Pollard, Chris Olave, and Calvin Ridley for Devontae Adams. Now this is okay, so Smash. this is harder. I I would probably do it. But yeah. what I what I what I put in the chat was what does your starting lineup look like, Hunter? Like if you're trading away um Devontae Adams, are you gonna be starting Tony Pollard, Chris Olave, and Calvin Ridley? Like who are you putting on your bench? Because what mm-hmm. listen, when we do trades, dynasty is a completely different conversation. You just want the best team out there. But in redraft leagues, when you're doing a trade, it's not just a matter of okay, my value versus your value. The question then becomes, okay, if I'm gonna now be starting. Okay, let's just say Chris Olave and Devontae Adams, like that's a one for one. But now, who are your other running backs? Are you going to be starting Tony Pollard? Like, who are you going to be sitting? Uh, if you trade for Calvin Ridley, who's he's been very inconsistent, but when he's been great, he's been great. Um, little worry about Calvin Ridley is that he's going to fade throughout the season, right? Just because he's older, but you know we need to see it first. So who who are you starting alternatively in a vacuum? I would say I'm probably going to do that because right I'm now I'm smashing that trade. I'm yeah. smashing that trade. No matter what. <laughs> 
I'm smashing that trade no matter what. Whatever. I'll yeah. I'll figure it out. You don't okay. you don't get those kind of trades all the time because yeah. you're literally getting you know three elite level RB1. players for yeah. one. Yeah. You know. RB1. So like, ever I know people are frustrated, but frustrated by Pollard and the inefficiency. But this ain't the week to move him. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh so this god. is dude. This is sick. So his starting lineup is Tua, which I love, of course. CMC and Monty, of course. Uh, Brandon, they Cooper, Amari Cooper, and Sam Laporta. So basically, um, and, and Hunter, is I, it I start? It. Is it start two or three wide receivers? And how many flex positions? I still do it. I'm I'm probably doing it. Yeah, because yeah. um, you're going to start Ridley over Cooper. You're going to start Olave over Cooper. A lot of weeks. Yeah. You're going to well, start. Deshaun Watson's uh, not playing this week. He's already been ruled out. Yeah. And Cleveland is, oh man. Yeah. Like Cleveland's going up against San Fran this week. So do we love do Amari trade. Cooper? Do the trade. I do, yeah. I would do the trade. Do the trade. Do the trade. Um, you're going to give yourself more options. You could even package up other guys to go get another person. Like it, like you're just gaining assets right there that you can give a two for one and go for somebody really elite, like an Eckler or, you know, something like that. And by the way, Eckler coming back is good. Dude, Monday night Eckler time is going to be insane. What happens with Eckler on Monday night? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just looking here at the bye week for next week. So Dallas Cowboys are on bye. So that means that obviously, um, okay. So two RBs, two wide receivers, to one flex. I still like it. I still like that death, man. That's just so many elite players. Dude. And yeah. Yeah, so um, Saints, so Crystal Lobby doesn't have a bye week till week 11. And then the Jaguars, what are the, when the Jaguars are week nine. So, yeah, so you're not going to be in immediate bye week hell. Um, you're going to be in good shape next week. Dude, with, you're going to be um, so good. He's got Laporta too. So, like, he got yeah. like he got really he, lucky there with Laporta. Um, that's awesome, dude. Good, good, good on you. Make the trade. You know, yeah. it's never bad to, I mean, I love, I like Adams and everything, but. I don't like the Raiders. Like I just, I, I don't, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like Devonte Adams has a possibility of really getting upset throughout the whole year. And so like, I just don't want to deal with that. I, I would, I would do the deal just because Pollard um, I I'm all for Pollard this year. I think he's going to smash yeah. the rest of the year. Um, once McCarthy gets his head out of his ass and gets a little creative. Um, it's just what it is, but like I said, be patient, with Pollard, because of the line health. They just got everybody back, so and let's 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 yeah. just give them a couple weeks. Yeah. It's going to be a get a get right game for Tony Pollard, which I like this week again. Going up against the Chargers, um, yes. he's on by next week, but you've got Monty and you've got CMC. Yeah, <sighs> it's good. Yeah, I like it. I, I said do the deal. I mean, so. So again, just to kind of peel back the onion on this decision making, when you're doing a trade, you got to look at what your options are and who you're going to be displacing, especially when you're trading for a package. Like who are those players are going to be replacing? And then, um, in in leagues where you're starting fewer players, like in this one, you you do typically want to lean towards those those big upside type players Elite. like Devontae yeah. Adams, right? Yeah. So that's that's the 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 play here, but. Fantasy football is a bitch. Players get hurt. So having those elite depth options are amazing, especially as we enter bye week hell. Um, and you've got some elite players already. So, yeah, I, I love it, Hunter. Good, good luck. Go Good for you. Gold. Okay, yeah. Brandon, we're running tight on time here. So why don't sure. you, let's, let's name through some of our just honorable mentions, and then we'll get the hell out of here. So why don't you give me some of your honorable mentions? Honorable mentions this week. Oh, man. Um, I had my three just set up. Hold on a second. 
I can, go, I can go. I can give you go a few for here. Go so, for okay, it. we already talked about Adam Thielen. He's a smash. you got to start him this week. Uh, Michael Pittman, even with uh, Anthony Richardson being out, we like the stash going up against Jacksonville. Um, Michael Pittman should have a game this week. Tyler Lockett, they're coming out of a bye week. I think, okay, there we go. So they're running primarily two wide receiver sets, which means Lockett and DK Metcalf, which is, listen, if, if you're a JSN manager, just be patient. The guy's a dog. He's going to get his opportunity. Um, especially they're coming out of a bye and typically rookie wide receivers. It's the second half of the season where they really start to produce. Okay. So be patient. If you can keep GSN on your bench, I'm not dropping him, but baby, 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 Brandon Adam, I'm playing Tyler Lockett this week. I'm going yeah. up against Cincinnati. I like it. Um, some honor- other honorable mentions, Chuba Hubbard, Miles Sanders is out. There's so I like him going up against Miami again, just it's going to be high scoring. Um, Selvin Ackman, I don't love, but if you're desperate, he's going to be, listen, He's only, you're only playing him because he's the RB2 on Miami. Like, that's the only reason. I don't only love really. Selvin Ahmed. Wilson's active, isn't he? Isn't Wilson active? Jeff, no, Jeff Wilson wasn't activated off IR, as far as I know. Was he? No, he's still on IR. I'm pretty sure he, so was. he wasn't activated. Okay. Then I'm uh, – okay, we got to double-check that. I'm pretty sure he wasn't, but okay, double-check that. And then Deontay Foreman, you already really talked about him. Um, I think, you know, I, I, I think that's a decent play. I will look while you uh, – He's doubtful. Um, he's doubtful. So it's it's yeah. it's your boy Solomon. I like KJ Osborne with the injury to uh JJ Addison. Everybody's going berserk over Addison, right? So yeah. why not go to the guy that was getting a 19% target share already in the same spot that doesn't have to change positions and has he's been Osborne and Addison have been battling each other for playing time. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now with no JJ, Aston is going to be doing a different role. I like myself some KJ Osborne in this in this game as well against the the Vikings or against the Bears. Bears have just been abysmal in the mm. secondary, so I, I like that. Everybody's going to be all over Addison. If you want a contrarian play and like DFS, KJ Osborne might be somebody you might want to check out. Osborne, get right. your Osborne on. That's it. That's good for me, man. Yeah. For the people? All right. That's, that's good, good for the me, people. Man. So, of course, where do we hail? DFSArmy.com. DFSArmy.com. Go check it out. If you actually enjoy what you're watching here, it makes yeah. a huge, huge difference for if with it, for engagement. So comment. We really appreciate all the comments. Like. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, please subscribe to the channel. Again, we got the big, the behemoth, the, the DFS Army, focusing primarily on DFS plays. That's our, our sister station. Um, we're the, we're the season long focus. We're the dynasty focus. So we got a lot of content over here. Give us that like, give us that follow, please provide comments and go crush some freaking souls in week six of the NFL season, baby. This is when it gets fun by weeks, injuries. You got to get creative, find the matchups. If you're down right now, you're one in four right now. It's not over. Go, go make your run right now. You can make a run. Don't just sit there, make some trades, like do something like, like I don't care if you make a if people think you make a bad trade if you're in a bad position who cares you're in a bad position what's 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 it gonna hurt you know yeah if you're sitting one and four right now like the chances of you making the playoffs are slim slim but I'm not over just look, but but look at your rankings how many teams are like two and three three and two exactly like at this point of the season there can be still be a ton of movement and we've only played five games yeah we're people so early into the season this is where we make our money right. It's easy at the start of the season to make those start sit decisions when there's no bye weeks, there's exactly. no injuries. It's easy. Now is when it gets hard. 
We're here to help you, DFSArmy.com. So with that, for Brandon, I'm Flex Shane. We are the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show. Good luck. Every time, knowing that, no, diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine.